Look at the uh, beautiful work that they do. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of uh, interior design that beckons the wealthy of Tampa, Florida. <laughs> I, I, or me. You're saying uh, they have a purple light underneath the bamboo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, yeah. when can we go see it? <laughs> Welcome to the 45-minute broken up monologue for $10 only called PMZ. Since I've realized what the government's done with COVID, I think HPV might have been created by the government. They're actually giving women cancer <laughs> and making people give XE. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Nick's breaking down the World Economic Forum's agenda today on PMZ. Nick, how are my numbers? Killing it. What, like, what are they at? Five fifty. Five. Oh, that's not killing it. I mean, I mean, no, it's, th- it's growth, Pat. That's what you need to look at. It's not the number; it's the trend. And you are on the upswing, my friend. Are we doing our favorite movies tonight? Okay, I want to address that right out of the gate. Now, um, this is going to be a full show for PMZ. It's going to be a full show, a show where I take the listeners on a journey as they become accustomed for the last two years. Um, not me doing one topic and then the guys hijack my property and turn it into a movie list show. If I wanted my show to be that, I'd call it Pat's Always Interesting Movie List Podcast Show, not PMZ. Oh, it's a fucking terrible title. Now, I like it as a spinoff. Now, because I like both of you, I may reserve five minutes at the conclusion of this show, my show, to allow them to wrap up their top five out of ten list. Forgive me, but if this is your show yeah then let's make it your show right so your show is the show where we spend an inordinate amount of time on seeking sister wives Mm -hmm. and relegating substantive talk of cinema to possibly the last five minutes of your show so let's not insult what we have to say on the art of motion pictures and let's talk about seeking sister wives for an inordinate amount of time because it is pmz all right i I have something i think what would solve this is why don't you know we for aps pp and the curtain kind of the ethos of the show if you haven't caught on is we all kind of try to bring something in why don't you do movies for your section at one point you're speaking to dylan yes i am speaking to dylan instead of i mean it is it is i mean it's pmz it but it's the gift and the curse but this is pat's show no, it's his show yeah all right so, so but dylan i i that is a, not a hypothetical uh, but i wanted to, i wanted to give you guys an olive branch that you could uh, you know uh, i don't do want to uproot bit. a child no, what's it the called? The segment, hang on, let me finish Rhetorical. This. It's not the a rhetorical. The segment was born on PMZ. Born. We were here to discuss the films. I'll not move it out of its childhood home to another property altogether. Well, I understand you want co- it where most of the you know, the more intense uh, listeners are coming. What? The more intense listeners, like, they're, like the hardcores. Yeah. You want to send them what are you to fucking them? talking about right, tonight? let me get to my show. Jesus Christ. All right, I, I'm going to take the listeners on quite the journey. 
And I think I'm going to upset You're going to do it despite so. uh, Chewie making his bed right next to you? I'm not bothered by those things. Well, you I'm are. I'm zero f- focused on entertaining the listeners. Zero focus. And it's honestly the perfect type of texture and cloth for to keep him busy sure. while not damaging... Uh, his little paws. No, no, no. The... the the couch itself. Oh, like, got it. I mean, this stuff is this is great. Yeah, it's a good quality couch. <clears throat> Love this couch. Epic couch. All right. If we're ever on stage for our own show, I think <clears throat> we should have a similar type couch. Epic Time couch. out, Nick. You got it, Nikki. Quiet that dog down. All right. I'm going to go down quite a wormhole. Some of my most popular shows are when I just like, I don't know, I just wing it. You, you just know? let it rip. I just let it rip. Now, um, this wormhole is going to begin with Joanna and Chip Gaines. Dylan, I know you know who these fleecers are, but does Nick? I do. My best friend Aaron Samuels, Patreon subscriber, actually the, the my buddy who gave me the idea to suggest doing Below Deck, uh, he and his wife, his Asian wife, have been chipping Joanna for Halloween one year, and it's like the perfect costume because he fucking hates dressing up for Halloween, but he just got to be like a regular guy with like a tool belt essentially right, right. and they killed it they like won they did. everyone knew who they were yeah 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 and oh. they do watch it they do watch it together yeah joanna is one of the uh other loves of my life you know we all have our top you know five or whatever but mm-hmm. uh the top yeah. five what well if, you know all chicks we'd like to pork or really? something like that no it's not it's Here, pull not up a picture it's not that crass uh joanna uh, and chip the wuss bag is i'm the photo. i'm actually like i, I it's not it's more of a romantic admiration of Joanna. Oh, Gaines. so you bought into this whole thing, this rouge. That they're a loving couple. <laughs> you nailed it again. Ruse. <laughs> I, I was doing the French pronunciation of it. Yeah. Rouge. Uh, no, I love Joanna Gaines. I, I think she's so beautiful and she's so hardworking and they've really made a tremendous amount of money by swindling people uh, in you know, hobby stores all across Texas. Okay, so you, you, I think you are agreeing with what I'm about to throw down. Yeah, they sell overpriced fucking bullshit shiplap shit and people pay up the ass for it. Okay. This is capitalism. Now, for uh, the listeners that don't know who these two frauds are, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what Wikipedia has to say about their enterprises. Chip and Joanna Gaines own and operate Magnolia Homes, a remodeling and design business in Waco, Texas. And their show, Fixer Upper, on HGTV, presents the process by which the couple turn dilapidated but potentially rich houses into show places that are helping revitalize whole neighborhoods throughout Central Texas. Yeah. Now, I have a problem with that description because I've watched the show. My wife is a fan of Fixer Upper. Uh, they started that show in uh, 2013. It went to 2018. And I'll get to what their new venture is in a minute. Yeah. But when I read this wikipedia description of their business i was confused by it because last i checked joanna's design style involves putting things like old tractor rims on people's walls as part of a design palette i'm extremely high right now i'm gonna be pretty quiet for most of the show i think the first thing that these owners do when joanna and chip hand over their house back to them is uh throw out those barn doors that they put in their bathrooms and uh, I'm pretty sure they also uh, 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 throw out anything that Joanna picked up from a scrapyard. Her design style, Nick, I'm not sure if you've watched the show, Mm-mm-mm. is one note. It's very specific to her taste. And it's not, not everyone wants a rusted street sign over their microwave, mm-hmm. you know, but that's what she does. Steampunk. You could 
could say that. Uh, but uh, I digress. Let me continue on uh, what Wikipedia. Uh, what does the say. rusted road sign say, Pat? Well, some say thirty percent popcorn. Uh, uh, 30, 30 cent popcorn and these two assholes have found a way to put that in the mantle of a fireplace for some unsuspecting uh, customers of theirs. Yeah, right. You want that? Hey honey, you know what I love about this house is when we go to light up the fireplace and I get to stare at a sign from 1942 yeah. that was advertising 30 cent popcorn. You know, we, uh, we, we heard that you love playing guitar so what we did is we created a uh, a six foot rod iron treble clef that we've hung up <laughs> where you keep your guitars so we hope you like that it's 575 dollars joanna my husband <laughs> he's more of a hobbyist when he mentioned guitars he meant like you know he liked the someone playing me well, you don't have to buy it. We can take it out. She's like the exhibit can of homes. You like guitars? You're, you're living in a guitar, and here's another guitar for your yeah. guitar. They're unbelievable, these two. Uh, but, uh, damn it. Oh, oh my I God. All right, Nick, I'm going to continue so on what Wiki Wikipedia had to say about them in their, in, their, in their business. And then if you think about it, jump in. Oh, I did. Remember. You, the pop old timey popcorn signs for thirty mm. cents. There's a theme about nostalgia for popcorn. Uh, like it's everywhere. I I told the story about visiting my great aunt with Alzheimer's who pinched my butt. You've got a similar thing with yeah, your family. Yeah. My grandma thinks uh, I'm hot. So when we went and visited her, we walked through some place and they had an old time popcorn machine for the old people in like the TV area oh, yes. and like one that like you had on a wheel and it was glass and it said right. popcorn in the old carnival type lettering sure. and then we went and visited her husband who sadly actually just passed this week well it's that's crazy. what rest homes are for dude. didn't mean to do that but but the they other shove one, their fucking old modeled fucking hands in there also old timey popcorn machine by, and different place. These are not affiliated. They're just, right. that's what they do to old people. Nostalgia for old popcorn. It reminds them of evidently raging. It reminds them back when they uh, went to the Nickelodeons with their, their pop pop. I can get out of here. We got TikTok now. I think that popcorn note is important to note because mm -hmm. people will start Bader Meinhofing yep. it and seeing old timey popcorn everywhere. Wake up and see the popcorn. Are we done? Oh, no, not yet. Are we done? I am. I am, too. You guys okay? I'm done. All right. Let me continue what Wikipedia has to say about Chip and Joanna. I'm probably, I'm uncomfortably high right now, if, I'm, if I can well, be honest. Well, let me continue. You guys because just what happened is the, done. the, the uh, uncomfortably done, the, the chocolate melted into a, like a kind of a, uh, an, like an orb or something mm -hmm. and then it refroze and I probably took too much because it was like folded on over itself but I'm having a good time don't worry about me alright so why don't you guys relax and I'll <laughs> continue doing what I do don't worry yeah but I think we'll chill but if we feel like saying something we'll probably pipe up say it fine I will also say besides that uh, popcorn thing which was almost intentionally long winded it was a wild tangent I've been pretty tempered yeah. the entire show oh you yeah. guys are much better it's it's amazing what a couple of weeks off will do to you. All right, let me continue. Now Chip I'm manages the construction company, and the reality side of Magnolia is <laughs> Joanna being the lead designer. They also act as part-time counselors to clients who can't see a structure's beauty beyond the blemishes. Combined, Chip and Jonah save homes that look hopeless, renovating them 
the imperfect and revealing them as what they'd always been intended to be. Now, you're probably all wondering why I'm talking about Chip and Joanna. Well, these I'm not. This is usually like the kind of stuff you talk about. I'm talking to the audience. I bet they got divorced. No, they're not getting divorced. They're fucking powerhouse. There's too much money to be made. They're not going to leave that on the table. Swing and a miss. <clears throat> Why they came on my radar. Because as the audience knows me for many things, being funny, being a, a great husband, a great father, a musician, and also an extremely positive person. <laughs> Myriad other things. The other day, I'm at Ralph's, my local grocery store, and I'm always stuck at that uh, checkout Funny. stand because. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, uh, what a good list. Be quiet, both of you. <laughs> I'm stuck at the gro- in the grocery line because people don't uh, bag their own groceries these days, you know. And so it's like 10 minutes there. So I look at the magazine rack, all the rags over there. And uh, last week I noticed as I was looking there. An anachronism. uh, There's a new publication called the Magnolia Journal Magazine. That's right. Chip and Joanna have a magazine now. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) What a money pit. This is why we're supposed to have antitrust, you know. Uh, Amy Klobuchar is trying to stop this kind of... I don't trust them at all. This kind of uh, ooze-type growth, right? Mm. So they've got a reality television show, right? And it's vertically integrated with their company, building all the things, all these things, right? Mm. Now, But now they're reaching out into other industries, and they will take over them because the the titans that they are. Uh, she's got a 5% market share in the muffin space, mm-hmm. and now they're going to have a 5% market share in journalism. These two must be stopped they're monopolistic money hungry pigs and people don't understand <laughs> how competitive the muffin sect is i like how uh dylan despite his love and uh for joanna and yeah. his uh what do you call that when he has lust for uh someone uh i guess you just call it lust he can set that aside and still find inner hatred for uh their gross uh greed now, it doesn't stop at the magazine, Dylan, uh, which comes out four times a year. They've already had eight issues come out over the last two years. And you'd be shocked. Math checks out. You'd be shocked to know who's been on the cover of every issue. Oh, no. Do we have an Oprah Winifrey magazine here? Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Joanna's <laughs> been on the cover. Okay. So as a little Patty, you're probably asking yourself, hey, Pat, why do you hate these bastards? You know, they're entrepreneurs just like you. They're successful just like you. Let them be happy. Stop They're being funny, so jealous. just like you. Interracial couple. <laughs> there you go. There, Nikki. Stop being jealous. Candy. Uh, go getters. What no. else? I'm, I'm, Great parents. That's a good bit, Pat. Don't be mad. You I'm, not, be, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not mad at all. I okay. see the point of my listeners going, Pat, you're a jealous bastard. Leave these people alone. I'll admit, I am jealous of Joanna and Chip. I'm jealous. That the married couple that visually pollute the world with barn doors and bathrooms and repurpose steel signs advertising 30-cent Coca-Cola into uh, all aspects of someone's new home. I'm absolutely jealous, but I'm upset at them because they destroyed something that I loved. Dylan, I don't know if you're aware of this or Nick, you're aware of this. Because while uh, they're in the publication space... Did you know that they have their own TV network? Yeah. You are aware. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have an entire slate of programming. 
Yes, they do. And we're going to cover all of that right here. Yeah, they have a lot of really good shows, actually. Uh, there's one woman who has a show about like what it's like to work a massive farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another guy who's like a really like fabulous interior designer who does like crazy things that nobody wants in their house. Uh, cooking shows. Is yeah. this a streaming network solely? Is it on cable oh, packages? No. It's under Discovery, I think. It's owned by Discovery and Warner Brothers and Chip and Joanna. This is what I'm talking about. We're supposed to have antitrust. Okay, okay. So get this, get this. I mean, now, DIY Network was one of my go tos for the past eight years. Do it on your own. Yeah. Uh, you can go your all right. own. I want to say this for any listeners that don't know how Patty works. I don't like politics. I don't like drama. I don't like watching the news. I don't like turning on my TV and hear that, you know, four people got killed in a mall today. My three stations that I go to are the fucking Food Network, Mm -hmm. the Home and Garden Network, and Mm -hmm. it used to be DIY Network. Yeah, do it on your own. And Magnolia, as I mentioned, partnered up with uh, Warner Brothers, these big heavyweights in Discovery Network, and they formed their own network with all new programming starting in January 2022. And they ruined that fucking channel. I used to love DIY. I loved uh, uh, all the cha- uh, all the shows they had on there, and I got pretty pissed. And so, <laughs> so Magnolia Network has uh, they 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 started their own programming. Dylan, you sound like you're uh, a big fan of what they're throwing down over there on the Magnolia Network. I have uh, a couple uh, a couple shows that I tuned into. How come the Kardashians haven't sued them? Why would they sue them? Magnolia, didn't you guys get sued? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, Dylan, have you seen Art and Bloom oh, no. with Helen Delty? That's you guys sh- should sue them. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, that's artist uh, Helen Del- uh, Deltry. She gives a glimpse into her creative process in this studio-based painting series, sharing the how-to of her original creations from start to finish. That oh, sounds awesome, like a new Bob Ross. Oh, I watched it. It's not that. Oh, it's pretty boring and slow. It's not her just sitting with a canvas on a chair and talking to the audience just one shot. Yeah. It can never be simple because there it's needs to be It's a fucking snore fest. Fucking yeah. Making the show. Hate that show. The Art of Vintage. It follows a dealer, designer, I bet a friend of fucking Joanna's, Katie Soro, as she creates one-of-a-kind uh, spaces for her clients and shares her unique styling and design tips while transforming her own home room to room. That sounds pretty cool. Nope. <laughs> Another uh, friend of Chip and Joanna. Snooze Fest 2020. Have you watched Courage to Run? Do you know what Courage to Run is? Well, it's sounds about like Chip. It's a great show. It sounds training like a- to run a marathon. Right. Chip. Yeah. Training to run a marathon. Chip's a goofball, and I mean, it's excited to see somebody grow over that process. Well, it's funny you say that because this is actually, you know what? I, I, I'm probably being a little mean because it's he meets show, with right? professional runner and cancer fighter gabe uh grunewald together they set out to train for a marathon and along the way find a friendship that alters chip's perspective on life the garden chronicles expert gardeners explore the designs and the stories behind enchanting garden spaces awe-inspiring blooms charming architectural features and anecdotes intertwined to create a fascinating look at how gardens become to be yeah, you that, that must be okay. Huh? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Oh, now hold on. You learn about this plant life. This all sounds interesting. Biodynamism. But the way it's what? shot is way too slow. So my point is here. 
So it's the Snorfest. Lightning rarely strikes twice creatively. Twice creatively. <laughs> you know, obviously Chip and Joanna, they nailed it with Fixer Upper. She's kind of cute and hot and a lot of people like to beat off to her and we think some people think Chip's funny and cute and Okay, hang on a second. Whatever. I don't want to be lumped in. I hope that wasn't a. I also felt like you were projecting thing. a bit, and I also have never watched the show nor jerked off to Joanna. Okay. Yeah, and I've never jerked off to Joanna too. I have a romantic. And he has watched the show. I have a romantic admiration of her. Okay, fine. So you were lumping me in. I'm sorry. Oh, confirmed again without confirming. All right, I, I want to get to this, and I promise. Nonetheless, this segment will end soon. I get I I, I, oh, no, I get your iron man. Yes, These and, shows sound like fucking pieces of oh, shit. Oh, they're horrible. I turn I still turn, my wife gets mad at me. She's like, "Stop putting it on the Magnolia Why network." Why don't you uh pick up the the cooking network? Because he has it. to do research for his show and watch all the shit programming on Magnolia for us. No, what about the what I about cooking uh the cooking channel? The I, cooking channel is great. I do have that. I do have that. And I miss Vice. They used to have fuck that's delicious. Oh yeah. They changed that whole thing up over there. Now they're like Dark Side of the Ring, a bunch of wrestlers that died of uh, doing drugs. And Fuck That's Delicious is one of the most influential culinary things in my entire life. I, it's one of my favorite. Does that guy know what he's talking about? Sometimes he's learned a lot, so he knows a lot now, but he was always open and very inquisitive about that world. Hmm. Um, and he was just fascinated by it. He's fun. But anyway. Yeah. All right. So let me, I'm going to wrap this up, and then I'm going to move on. So we got the Magnolia Network. They took my DIY network, all the shows that I liked on that away from me. But there is a spark of light of, out of all of this. While Joanna and Chip, got, uh, they got to program their own network and create pretentious, unwatchable garbage, they weren't allowed to cancel some of the shows on the previous network the DIY created. Uh, Chip and Joanna, despite all their work, they could not cancel the 10th season of Vanilla Ice's The Vanilla Ice Project. Are you familiar with Vanilla Ice and his... What a dumb question. Okay, here's the premise. Vanilla Ice has gone from rapping music to rapping nails. Huh? I, didn't I didn't write that. The 90s pop icon has been in the home of flipping, uh, flipping business for nearly two decades. Uh, let's play... Uh, we have the trailer there for uh, the Vanilla Ice Project. Yeah, I had to I had to uh, click off the screen because Joanna and Chip were just um, <laughs> you were to beat off. Okay, yeah. Now uh, I to furiously master this. This show is batshit uh, crazy, damn it. and it's, it's very so entertaining. Tough. Last year, uh, he thought it was a good idea to uh, make a spaceship jacuzzi in some unsuspecting homeowner's backyard. Right. Why don't we? Uh, we'll pull. Oh, here's the trailer. My name is Rob. You may know me as Vanilla Ice. And they use the song. Yeah. I've created a real estate empire here in Palm Beach. I flip houses. This is on Magnolia. So we've got a six inch deck that we built. We're gonna cover it with some four inch bamboo strips. We're not cutting four by eight sheets of plywood. We're cutting four by eight sheets of plywood. All right, bamboo. stop it for one second. It's $20 a sheet. It's eight. This, this guy is such a fucking hanger honor. This guy probably used to like, uh, have to, I don't know, 
clean the jizz off uh, okay yeah feel, ice's yeah. Uh, dressing room yeah but now he's become his kiss ass sidekick on the show and he's always very enthused about uh ice's uh ideas despite right. them being horrific and it's wildly entertaining go ahead right. uh, continue please oh you want me to continue? oh yeah yeah okay. there uh nothing like the smell of fresh cut 800 seats of bamboo in the morning okay now he uh <laughs> yeah. quoted uh uh, your favorite movie Colonel there. Kilgore from yeah. my favorite film which we can't talk about because we have got to cover the Vanilla Ice Project <laughs> yeah, yeah hold on hold on you played the wrong clip but this is still great yeah. this, this guy is, I, I just want to say quickly definitely I, an ex-addict I think yeah, I, I was see I was, <laughs> yeah, it, oh, yeah. what I was gonna say he's reading the blue book you know we're, what I mean? we're all ended up at the same destination I was gonna say vanilla isn't the only type of ice this guy likes a hundred percent. Although he's gained weight now and likes Ice a lot of sugar. Meth. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So uh, this clip, although we are going to play where they uh, transform a, uh, they turn a rocket, sh- they put a rocket ship in someone's backyard in a million dollar uh, Florida property. This is them uh, transforming um, someone's bathroom into a bamboo paradise. Uh, let's uh, continue to play. This. The tub actually recesses down onto a rock basin. It's going to be money. Now, can you imagine Joanna and Chip? They're creating their masterpiece of Magnolia Network with all those boring shows. And they have to deal with, on Saturdays, them running. Yeah, look at the... Uh... Are we screen record? What? Are we screen record? Yeah. Nice. Look at the uh, beautiful work that they do. Mm-hmm. I would... This is the kind of uh, interior design that beckons the wealthy of Tampa, Florida. I, I, or me. You're saying uh, they have a purple light underneath the bamboo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, yeah. when can we go see it? <laughs> Opulence to me is multicolored lights you can control with your phone. Uh huh. And I have achieved it. Joanna, right now, is throwing a wine glass through her window. Because she absolutely wants a iron, uh, a, a something she iron. She wants a crowbar? Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Enough with the ship lap. Yeah. All right, play the rocket ship clip. Just one more clip, and I promise I'll move on. Because this was a wonderful episode. Uh, Ice bought a $2 million property uh, near the water in Tampa. And his first move was he's going to put a fucking rocket ship, hell or high water, in that backyard, and it will be a jacuzzi. There you go. Is that it? It's time to get to work on our rocket ship splash pad. <laughs> I drew out the design, and Wes is storming out the border for the pad for the rocket to sit on. This is better than Apocalypse Now. Put them together and form a perfect circle that's going to make our That's the suck ass again. Yeah. We're getting a fucking rocket ship back here. <laughs> the guy's drilling holes in the sand. Set it and forget it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. So they're really putting a lot of work into this thing. A ton of lights and water sprays. So that means a ton of work. Yeah. All right, hang on. Here we go. Okay, this so. This ship is super heavy. It weighs over a ton. <laughs> Boys, definitely got some weight. <laughs> this is what I do on a Saturday. This is 
so funny, man. I love the exposition. Oh, uh, so this hey, is hey, the hey. show. So what they do is they'll do something extremely simple uh, or commonplace <laughs> on a construction site. So like he just nailed a bunch of pieces. <laughs> I'm watching it. And then he went. Ice, I've seen you doing the, using the hammer. What are you going to do? He goes, set it, forget it. And then, and then Ice is in the forklift or the caterpillar for what reason? Fucking God knows why. And he says, man, this thing's got some weight to it. Yeah, it weighs a ton. Oh, my God. I'm so high right now. Oh yeah! All right, so that's a trope of the show. They're gonna, come, they're gonna cut to commercial break, and we know that spaceship didn't land on some poor uh, day worker. You know, right? What I mean? Right. It, it, this ship uh, got down on that. Uh, yeah. That so I really want to see the on final the fr- product. This is like though to keep the suspense because like you've watched I don't know a handful of episodes and you already know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah. It should have been like when you go to prison on day one, they should have killed someone <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the first episode. Yeah. You punch them in the head and you take their shit. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. let the rocket fall on them, kill that guy. Right. And then every episode you're like, are we going to see bloodshed here when they're Yeah, when they were pitching it to Chip and Joanna, they were like, do you know how Game of Thrones killed Ned Stark in the first season? That's what we want to do with the foreman. And they're like, but you want to really kill him? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, he All was right. an ex-addict. Uh, um, Whoa. He he will dip into that again, and the world does not need that. Uh, let's look at the final the product. Backyard. Yep, that's right. We built a rocket ship. You've got a splash pad that can fall down; that doesn't hurt them. It's rubberized. You've got water jets hitting you everywhere. That's the whole thing. You want to have a fun zone at your house so that you can come in here and you That's feel true. like, you know what? Where do you want to go on vacation? Hmm. The backyard, obviously. <laughs> yeah, my, my house. Okay. I want to go to that uh, rocket ship with the faucets in it. So this actually happened. I've been doing research, as the audience knows, that loves me. Uh, I am tireless uh, when I'm doing all my research. Uh, I checked yesterday just to make sure, uh, you know, I was... Everything I'm about to talk about is accurate. Uh, Joanna and Chip uh, canceled uh, the Vanilla Ice project yesterday. So it is. We did it. We put a rocket ship in the backyard. After 10 seasons? 10 seasons. The Magnolia Network. It was up on their website as one of their shows, and they have uh, officially canceled the Vanilla Ice. It'd be so funny if, like, well, it wouldn't be funny, but if another podcast network picks it up, I think that's Uh, it. Let's sign them. I've thought for a while we have too much just us content. It's almost all just us. Yeah, we got to get started branching out. Vanilla. Yeah, 100%. Nick, call him. This is the only time people are like, we need to be more vanilla. All right, let's get into uh, one of the fan favorite segments. That uh, I'm going to harken back to the past. Ask Patty? Nope. Patty's picks. Oh, yeah. Patty's picks, Nikki. A a classic, but much lighter lifting. All right, Nick. You know, I I mentioned this like three weeks ago. That fucking new Elvis movie is out, and I've been pissed since I saw the fucking trailer. And we are going to do a breakdown of the trailer. Wait, is this Patty's picks or Patty's pissed? Uh, Patty's pissed. Oh, I like that. Uh, I'm going to actually do a better Elvis movie. uh, some better Elvis content that I'm going to recommend. I have not seen this movie. It is sitting at it 87 on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which That's is a good number. Shocking to me from the critics 
or the the audience, audience dude. I liked it. I mean, if that, that, that's what that's what I judge movies on. Did I enjoy it? There's some things that bump me. I have problems, but I like. Okay, it. all right. Can we play the trailer? Because I this is very problematic to me. All right, can we play the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we here, can here, play here. the trailer. Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go. Let's start it over. Imagine the Elvis trailer. Okay, so we start with a very problematic thing straight out of the gate. Um, Boz Lerman has his own insignia and, I guess, production company. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is his logo. It is very, very Boz Lerman-y. I mean, I guess, you know, you can't hate on it. He's, He's a fabulous spectacle kind of guy. Uh, but let's keep watching. But a life lived in fear is a life half lived. I thought it was in fear as life. That was only the middle. There was oh god. That's very poetic. I saw that too. A lot of people saying a lot of things, but in the end, you gotta listen to yourself. It's true. In that moment. Elvis the man was sacrificed, and Elvis the god was born. I'm gonna show you what the real Elvis is like tonight! You're looking for trouble? You came to the right place. You're looking for trouble? You look right in my face. He had no idea what he had done. You! Okay, is this Doja Cat? Yeah. All right, why are we playing her song here? I think it's Doja. I think it's Doja. Okay. That was a huge, when I said some parts bumped me, there was this, you're in it. You're in the 1950s. Uh, You haven't met this uh, fucking Tom Hanks character who's like a character, and he's like the narrator of it. Uh, Colonel. Yeah, yeah, he plays Colonel, but the character... That was one thing you're like, you're always aware you're watching Tom Hanks. But ba- in the back, there's like 1950s. But then he's walking through the streets and they play Doja Cat. And it really fucking sucked. And it's it's not, it's out of place. It's like the Oscar montage they played of The Godfather with the hip hop. That was, oh, right. that was abomination. Horrible. But that's exactly how I felt watching that scene. I think it was like. But I enjoy it. Yeah. I, th- I can't remember what they. Oh, they played Kanye West. Yeah, they did. It was the 50-year anniversary of the fucking Godfather, and they played Kanye West. And I'm the one saying I didn't like it. I love the man. Yeah. Uh, It's It's disgusting. It doesn't work. All right, so let me get into this. I want to talk about Baz Luhrmann for a second. Uh, I love him as a director. Uh, Do you guys ever watch uh, Strictly Ballroom? uh, Ballroom? No, but did you know he loves him? Because you hate him, right? I don't hate him. It's just his movies aren't for me. Okay, well, did you see the Shakespeare thing? What was it? Strictly Ballroom? Yeah. That was really fun. That's like his first film. What are you talking about? Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Did you like that? That was different, right? It was different. I watched it when I was very young. Okay. Uh, Moulin Rouge. I love the first two acts. Third, kind of. I'm not into musicals. Never saw it. Australia. No. I like Romeo and Juliet. It was like Shakespeare. Great Gatsby. Yeah, it was totally like Shakespeare. But but Uh, but it, 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 it was a movie... Of Shakespeare, I felt. He produced The Great uh, Showman. 
I thought you were doing a bit. My bad. No. I didn't mean to sound like an asshole. No, uh, I, it was a dumb statement. I, I saw <laughs> uh, The Great Gatsby. I think I've seen The Great Gatsby two or three times for some reason. Okay. Not good. I agree with you. All right. So, uh, Dylan, it I looks just... looks weird, too. It totally does. It's kind of... It's slow, too. All right. But visually, he's got... He has the knack for that. He has a signature. But he doesn't have the dialogue thing, I think, is his big problem. But... Talking about dialogue, Dylan, I just sent you a new clip. Did you know Baz Luhrmann actually uh, landed a top 10 hit, pop hit, in 1998? I, di- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. It's called, wow. It's called sunscreen. This is Baz Luhrmann. Now, me coming out here trying to... This is my first year out here in Los Angeles. And some guy that I hear as a director is actually going to... Well, you're not going to see him on The Tonight Show, but actually perform this lo- this song on the tonight show anybody that born uh uh before uh 1980 you knew this thing because ladies this and w- gentlemen what do you guys know what this is of 99 uh, wear sunscreen i've never heard if this. I you've could never heard this only one tip for the future sunscreen this was played on pop radio it. stations a long-term every 45 minutes for an entire this intro yes where is the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own very weird time experience. you were hearing matchbox 20 I will in sugar this ray and this now. they didn't play it on z93 enjoy the power and beauty of your youth well, never mind you will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it but trust me in 20 years you look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you, you imagine. think you are. Don't worry about the future or worry. I, I don't. Is it going to do something? No, it <laughs> never does. They would play this, at least in Los Angeles. This was insane. And you're like, who fuck? is this? And it's like, oh, this is a, a guy. He's a director. You're like, holy shit. Okay. All right. Let me move on. But I just wanted to throw that little but, fun fact out there. No, that is wild. And like, who didn't? Pe- it's who called sunscreen, by the way. Who didn't change the station after a minute and a half? Of that? They would. I remember morning news stations would play it as well. And they were like, I love this song. I want to teach this to my children. Because it's all a bunch of affirmations about like, do the chicken dance at your granddaughter's wedding. Always make a smiley face uh, when you're drawing. Uh, always smile or open the door for someone when you. It, what it's, the fuck? It's pretty dude. crazy. Okay. So he, he he thinks he's like fucking. Uh, who's the, the shit? Guy, who's the guy who made the uh, the soup can? Andy Warhol. Warhol. He thinks he's like a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He Some, was the audio Warhol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, we were touching on the Dua Lipa thing uh, with the trailer. I hated that. I haven't seen the movie. Nick, you saw it and you enjoyed the movie. Yes, overall. but a ton of problems with it. Uh, the trailer made it look like oh it's going to be a lot of him philandering barely had any uh, engagement with women I think that's because the estate didn't want to make it look like that but they kind of made it look like that Mm. in the trailer and then there's the whole thing about how he moved in Priscilla to Graceland when she was 14 or 15 Mm -hmm. she was 14 and the way they do it in the movie is like he's hanging out with her in her bedroom with the door open and the parents are walking past and saying like good night and uh, it's it's so he did service. Uh, did they gross. touch on him doing uh, being in the military? Yeah, they, and that's it, where he met her, and then he flew her over to America. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, I'm a big fan of Elvis. The pinky thing is dope, too. That is a dope scene. By the way, the guy who's playing him looks like a fucking uh, middle-aged lesbian. I, I don't know who that actor is. It's he, Elvis looks weird. He doesn't look like Elvis. Have you heard his voice change since he's played Elvis? No. It's pretty crazy. He's I'll like, I don't even up. know what you're talking about. You're going to play this? Talk like this. Uh, what's his name? Austin something? Austin. Butler. Butler. I've always talked like this. Yeah, his voice has changed quite a bit. What, is he that young of a guy? I literally don't even know uh, what you're talking about. No, it's Ladies people are thinking it's like to... a Hilaria Baldwin kind of thing. Of the other actors, and so I came out and I did that on a Monday, on my day off. So I flew, I basically went straight from the show to the airport, to Quentin's office, worked all day from about 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. This video of Austin Butler is from 2019, <laughs> before the shooting of Elvis started. <laughs> so let's now watch Austin's video after the shooting of Elvis is over. This video is from June 2022. There's that thing where energy is neither created nor destroyed, and, and it, you feel things that um, it's, hard, it's hard to actually put into language. Yeah. Because it's, it's <laughs> these really intense feelings. That's not um, weird at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not. Yeah. They're, they're, it's not very. I drove across town, and I was really late to the meeting, but they waited, and so I was kind of the only person there. So oh. it, it just. All the stars felt like they were aligning, even even though I was late night. I hate okay. Like, There's that, and now would feel that type of fear, and uh, and so that was really liberating for me to know that all of the pressure that I was feeling, the responsibility and the fear that I had was okay, you know. So so because he was feeling. He's smoky now. Uh, it's not a big deal, and I'm, I no, want to apologize to everybody. No, no, no. I'm enjoying that. Let me tell you something. I was. Getting- he might be so immersed in being that character that he can't shake it see i was i was confused what they were trying to say because i thought they were trying to say like the first one they showed before he's obviously trying to be in character as they're filming right he's being him yeah after i was like oh that's just him he sounds a little weird that's yeah. obviously he sounded like him before but then they show him way way before and then it all snapped into focus he completely changed just like mackenzie dern yeah, exactly like mackenzie dern and i also gotta say austin butler this is a this kid is a fucking Where handsome is he from? motherfucker oh my god he's too good looking for his own look good. at that Here's guy he looks like milo yiannopoulos uh, if milo yiannopoulos look up a picture of milo yeah i mean can milo, i tell you what he looks milo like? yiannopoulos looks like a rat he looks like the ice man he looks like val kilmer and we all know how that ends up and i've outlived that motherfucker he ate too much pussy no, I don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so I was wrong about the Ma- the Maverick, the Top Gun movie. I said that was going to be a piece of shit, and it, it turns out everybody loves it. So I could be wrong about this Elvis movie. But that was like you betted on a very heavy favorite. Everybody, I think most people, especially, it takes five years to come out. That's going to be a huge piece of shit. That's the fact I, that everybody loved it, I, that's not on. Well, you imagine Pat. having five years to retool a movie too. You know, they but you're wrong time. about stuff all the time. Yeah, that's true. I, I think barely ever. All right, so I don't think you should watch this piece of trash, and I. Don't I don't think anybody's going to remember this. I want to recommend a documentary that originally aired on HBO, but now you can watch on Hulu called The Searcher, which the estate of Elvis Presley, including Priscilla, his ex-wife, who uh, he pulled over here when she was 14 years old, uh, she signed off on this. Let's play the trailer for The Searcher. And let me tell you what this, it's a two-part doc. I'll tell you this. I, I couldn't ask the guys to do this tonight. The final 30 seconds of that documentary, you really see the genius of Elvis. 
uh, they play one final song of his. I forget it. Maybe he's on the Tonight Show or wherever the fuck. And he's staring at the camera. And I was transfixed on Elvis and just his Was he genius. really fat? No, it was skinny, beautiful. Oh, Elvis. Oh, okay. It was probably like 1962. But anyway, we're going to watch the, uh, the trailer of this. This is an amazing doc. And what it does is it navigates his life story through his songs. Unlike playing a Doja Cat song. In the Baz Luhrmann thing. Thing. Besides that one fucking little misstep of the music, it actually is like the evolution of his music. They don't talk about how he stole it and stuff, but the perception you have of it is like the preview and the Doja Cat song isn't actually the movie. Okay. I, I, I swear to God. That's why I, I liked it more. Like, but I don't want to... I'm shitting on your point. No, no, no. The go docu- see, go documentary see the better than the movie, Elvis. All right, l- let's watch the trailer. This. My type of music is a combination of country music and gospel. And oh, I'm sorry. Pause it. This is another thing that I love about Elvis. Elvis's career started with him wearing blue jeans, uh, d- dressed up with just an acoustic guitar, and in, within a 30-year span, and I don't think... Uh, pop culture has ever moved this quickly to him wearing a beaded white jumpsuit with a cape like high on pills. yeah right uh, it's just an amazing just span i'm sorry yeah he took off like a rocket ship can i kind of oh. uh quickly like the the first scene in elvis is the colonel or whatever he's like a carnival signer and he 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 makes money off acts at a carnival and then there's all these people excited about this new country act that's getting everybody going. But everybody assumes it's down south. Everybody assumes it's some black artist. And and so someone runs and tells the colonel. And they're like, dude, this guy's got everybody shaking. They love it. And he's like, oh, whatever. He's like, uh, tell me about him. Like, he, he's, he's young. He's white. He goes, he's white. And then all of a sudden Elvis music plays. I don't know. That's a real scene. He goes, he's white, and the camera goes in on Tom Hanks's face. I I could do it without. True, I could it do is, it because because he because Elvis loved the music, and then he he saw he saw black people playing like the soul, and he stole it. We all borrow. Yeah, I could do without Tom Hanks in that movie. It looks weird. And- it takes you well, out of it. You know what it is? He actually is doing a true accent to Colonel Tom Parker. A lot of people think when you hear Colonel, you think it's, oh, it should be a Southern accent. No, he's a Russian guy. He's a Russian guy. And by the way, he was here illegally. And that's why Elvis actually never performed out of the country. Only his music was heard out of the country because Colonel had to watch his money. He couldn't let Elvis go. Yeah, and do Colonel it. was a piece of shit at the end of the day. Let's uh, finish oh, this trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. A time when the country was into racism we have and more segregation. To watch. He was a young kid. He was not afraid to go and be exposed to it so he could learn even more about it. The American team just knew it rocked. Oh, he's no dead. Tom Petty. He's dead. He was snatched from the ordinary life of a young man into a place that no one else had ever been in our culture. Elvis is a big business. You can stop it. So another aspect of this is he was the first. The Beatles came after him as, I mean, don't get me wrong. Frank Sinatra was a little bit before him, but he was the first rock star. You got a guitar in your hand. People are just losing their shit. When Frank Sinatra would perform, he was a pop star. People would sit down and politely listen. Uh, Elvis Presley was the first person. And by the way, can you imagine the power of that? Like, Human beings had never 
been like that before where people are screaming in an auditorium for you like that. You're going to love the movie, Pat. Yeah? You have a bad perception of the movie. Oh. It's good to go in. I you got to go that. see that movie. And hey, did you watch City of God yet? Not yet. I asked the wife that. She watched the trailer twice. She's like, ah, let's put it, put it off. But I want to see it. Well, what about Waves? I want to see that one as well. Uh, the trailer didn't grab me as much. Seems like a slow uh, slog of a. You movie. didn't a watch. Wavy dude. You didn't watch the trailer then because the trailer. I watched the trailer with you. It's the most perfect trailer ever made. <laughs> Anyways, jump in the comments. Let us know what you thought about this episode. We're gonna get to. I only got two segments out of the way. We're gonna get to seeking sister wives next episode. Uh, and guys, you are just going to lose your pants when you hear this segment because oh. Pat's got something good. Um, all right, until then, uh, next week, uh, I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bum, bum, bum. Be I- right up by the mouth.